0: The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait sunshine you just wait
0: Get ready for the passion
2: To whom it may concern you
0: Get ready for the raw emotion
1: Sì ragazzi Grazie 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 dai forza Ferrari
0: Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. That's right, it is another episode of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, as always, is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez. Again, no F1 race this week. Uh, we're still gearing up. The summer break is still going on, but... Look, I could not have had a better uh, just way to get into this summer break and way to keep you occupied as the F1 season continues than to find a fellow F1 fan. So what did I do? Cody says to me, hey, do you want to take a week off? And I said, hang <laughs> tight. Hang tight. Let, let's, let's look at it. So I, I'm searching for F1, searching for F1 gambling. Of course we come up. And then all of a sudden I run into a tweet from a guy who says, I'm a huge F1 guy. Right, I said okay. I'll let me look. He says, "I I bet Matt, uh, Max Verstappen at whatever the odds you bet him at." And I was like, "Okay, he oh, knows." Yeah. So then I click on his profile. Turns out it's Darius Butler. You know him roaming the the secondary of the Patriots of the Colts. But now we know
2: him as an F one better, Darius. My man, thanks for joining the show. Hey, appreciate you guys for having me, man. I'm uh, happy to be here. This is actually my first. What it? Yeah, my first F one. Appearance appearance on an F one podcast or F one show, so I'm excited about it, man.
0: That's I mean everybody wants you for your football prowess, and I'm we'll get there. I promise we'll get there. But we're
2: football fans too. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> we're football fans.
2: Hey, hey, it's, uh, it's preseason right now. We we spoke a little earlier before we started recording. I said I, I don't get too excited about the preseason stuff. So I'm still I hate that we're on break right now with the F one, uh, but now these these Sundays this fall, I mean. i I can't, I can't even imagine how great they're going to be for me. I got F1 before the kickoff and then football all day. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that.
0: I'm telling you. So listen, you obviously are a, a nine-year NFL vet. You played cornerback. You played defensive back in the league. I mean, DB was a DB. I, I'm sure that wasn't lost on anybody else. But yep. I got to know, how did you even get into F1? And, and where did that level even start for you?
2: Man, you know, honestly, uh, it came out of nowhere. So uh the Drive to Survive series, you know, everybody started talking about it. I just kept seeing it pop. I'm a big Twitter guy and uh kept seeing it pop up on, on, on Twitter, Drive to Survive Formula One. And I grew up, you know, I played uh in Charlotte, I played in Indy my last six years. So those are big motorsports uh cities, you know, states over here in America, or here in America, should I say, um, but never really got into uh motorsports like at all. Like and uh randomly Earlier this season, I caught—I want to say—the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, maybe. Um, and now, and I just saw like the pre-race coverage, like literally on the grid, you know, a few minutes before the race start. I'm like, wow, you know, I've been to one Indy 500, so I had that kind of similar experience. But just seeing it, seeing all the hype around it, hearing some of the backstories of the drivers and the teams, and then I watched the race, followed it, and ever since then, I was literally hooked. I went back to Netflix, found the series, and literally binged it from uh, season one to four. And then just caught up right where the F1 season was going, and I've been hooked ever since. So it's been that recent, like this last few months. And when I get into something, you know, I'm 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 all in, especially if it's in the football off season.
0: Cody, you know something about that, don't you?
1: Oh yeah, that's man, same thing here. Basically, I, I just got into F1 this year. Really, I'd kind of been I've been a big NASCAR fan my entire okay. life, and other kinds of motorsports. But F1 had always kind of been like, oh, that's that thing over there. I don't really know much about it. It's on at a weird time. Now, dude, I can't <laughs> wait to wake up every Sunday morning. I got my alarm set. My wife's like, is there a race or what's going on? Like, you know yeah.
2: it. <laughs> it's absolutely. My kids can name you know, half the drivers of the grid now. You know the teams, And that's the thing. For, for me, um, you know, sports in general, uh, you know, seeing the, the games and the things, uh, that's one thing, seeing, seeing all that. But then actually knowing the individuals, knowing the team, teams, you know knowing the history the rivalries all these different type of things that makes that's what makes sports sports um uh, really so um getting kind of under that helmet is really what drew me in and then obviously the action the racing the you know 180 wheel to wheelies turn it, like it, it's been incredible um seeing the teamwork how important teamwork is how important management is strategy um it, it, it's been really uh incredible so far
0: as an athlete though now I know there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, racing's not a real sport," or these guys aren't real athletes. As an athlete that's played football, can you attest to the fact that these guys are athletes as well?
2: Yeah. So uh, it's funny you say that. My um, I got a podcast myself, the Man to Man Pod, with uh, with my former teammate Antoine Bethea, and he, you know, Super Bowl champ, Pro Bowler, played 14 years in the National Football League, and we have that debate on our, on the show because once I got in the F1, obviously I'm bringing it right to the pod and um he's like man come on these guys i wouldn't even consider these guys athletes i'm like whoa whoa whoa. he's like i, I would consider the pit crew athletes you know they change the tires they live they're jacking there doing all that i would consider those guys athletes before i considered the guys in the car athletes i'm like man you, you've lost your mind man these dudes like the the, the amount of stress on uh, the adrenaline uh being able to to uh you know, fill all those things with the car, go at those speeds, put, and you know, your life's on the line. You know, we play football. It's a violent game where you can break something. We've seen, you know, terrible, terrible, life-changing injuries, you know, on the field. And these guys are kind of putting that same risk even more, um, in these cars. So they definitely check the, uh, the athlete box, uh, for me, but it's been a hard sell (laughs) to some uh, other football, uh, peers i would say just just being honest but but they definitely uh, get all that respect for me for sure
0: and the g-force they pull too i mean the it's not like the speeds are are you know like you're driving down the highway these guys are pulling yeah. g's when they're turning it's it's stress on the body man
2: yeah it's crazy and you see you know you see how much how much weight they lose and you know how much sweating you're in their hot car especially depending on conditions um so yeah for sure and the mental a lot about a lot about um athletics and sport is how you get challenged mentally. You know, how do you think when you're tired? Um, you know, your fundamentals. And in, in a car going 170, 180, 190, and you know, in a turn or something, in or out of a chicane, that can be your. You saw LeClaire, you know, spin out in, a, in, a, in the lead of a race um, a few races ago. So um, it, it's a lot of stress on them for you know 50, 60, 70 laps um, mentally and physically. So uh, they check every box uh, for me when it comes to being a top tier uh, athlete.
1: There you go. You heard it from the NFL players. So <laughs> now you can't say they're not athletes, right?
2: Yeah, hopefully I gave them a little more credibility, a little more street cred. For sure. <laughs> a street, literally street cred too. Uh, no,
0: but look, at so for F1, and and it's funny because, you know, like Cody said, he and I, we're, we're pretty big NASCAR fans, and that's sort of how this all parlayed. And like you, Darius, when we go down a rabbit hole, man, we go down a rabbit oh, hole. Yeah. It's, it's literally just, we'll dive headlong. In fact, Cody was writing up, articles about it earlier in the season and he said and i was reading some of them and i thought okay okay that's great and then it dawned on us we looked around and there was no actual f1 gambling podcast because that's really the crux of this whole network is gambling right so we said well why don't we be that start to start the f1 gambling conversation you my friend have jumped into the gambling conversation too how much of a dgen are you compared to the rest of your friends
2: you know what man it, honestly, I have much better, um, much better winnings betting on F1 than I have anything else. And honestly, it's not even close. Um, you know, obviously, there's so many variables in, in football. You know, baseball is a little easier, but football. You know, the ball bounces away. Somebody gets hurt. So many different things that can happen um, with the with the F1 stuff. You know, you you have your variables, but you know, if I, if all things considered are close going into a race you know, I'm going to you know, they have the best, one of the best drivers on the grid, they have the best car on the grid and they have the best management coaching from my standpoint, like strategy. How do they handle pressure? How do they change strategy? How do they do things? Um, What's the communication like from top to bottom? And you see, it's the exact opposite with Ferrari. You know, Ferrari is like everything has, it. it's like, ah, oh, it's hard. It's hard not to, to bet them because they got the best car. They, they set the pay, I mean, I feel like Leclerc could have probably had pole in every every uh, Grand Prix this year, but you know at some point they're going to just mess it up on their own. They're going to screw it up at some point. And then Mercedes is obviously um, consistent, and I think had the best uh, driver pairing on, on the grid, just really trying to figure that car out. So just having all those different variables, the the weather, I can sit and watch qualifying um, and see. Okay, now and then going into that Grand Prix, now I can say, okay, you know. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, he's in P7 right now because his DRS wasn't working in Q3. Like, I know that's why he is there on the grid, but he's plus 220 to make a podium. I'm going to take that plus money. That, that's, that's, I'm taking that bet every time. Max was P10. That was a stretch, but once again, 70 laps. That's going to, some strategy is going to be, it's going to be even bigger today. So I like them to figure out the strategy over Ferrari. Um, And and you obviously have Max Verstappen at plus 900. I will never pass that up. I don't care where he's lined up on the grid. So, um, you know, those type of different things. uh, What else did I I hit on? on One more big one too. Lewis Hamilton fastest lap. And once again, his, his DRS wasn't working in Q3, but George Russell took pole in the same, you know, same car pretty much. So. Yeah, I'll I'll take a fly on plus 1,200 Lewis Hamilton fastest lap. Like, yeah, give me that. So, um, you know, you don't get those in the NFL. You don't find those in the NFL. So I'm just paying attention. And, um, you know, I've been having more success with the F1 betting than any other sport so far. And it's early, so maybe it's some beginner's luck. So we'll see how it all continues on in the second half of the season.
1: Man, I think we need to have you on the show (laughs) because I'm pretty sure everything you just talked about is exactly how our first episode went. We had the conversation about you can't trust Ferrari. They're fast. We actually picked uh, Leclerc to win the poll because we said they're gonna come out of the box fast, but you can't trust them in the race. Pick Verstappen to win. And then later on, that was earlier in the week before he obviously qualified P10. And then like you said, the odds dropped crazy. And we were still reinforced in our Discord chat and everything we're like, hammer him at this price. Like you're never gonna see him at this price. Yeah, We had the, the Hamilton fastest lap thing. We're all over Mercedes. Yeah, when I was I was looking through your Twitter uh posts and stuff about F1 and I was like I told Rod I go this guy bet all the same things we talked about on the first episode. <laughs> it's awesome,
2: man. Yep, you know, I took I took some other ones uh, that I lost. Obviously, I had like a a, a Sans, maybe I bet I think Sands fastest lap as well, because he's been flying ever since he had to um you know get his upgrades. Um who else? It was uh, George Russell. He you know, he was on pole, he's been outstanding, I think, all season long. Um, so I think he was plus 300 to win the race before lights out. So I took some other ones too and ended up losing. But I, the, the the plus money, I mean, it, it was it, last the Hungarian Grand Prix, was that was one of everything kind of lined up perfect. And that's what happened. Something, something happens. But with F1, a lot of times some of these things happen throughout that weekend. So maybe some mistakes are made earlier as opposed to the second quarter of a football game and I can't change my bet. So now you kind of get a little more of what's going on behind the scenes before it lights out. And obviously you can't control, you know, what or when it happens. Um, but but the, the the odds are definitely more in my favor with this F1 stuff. And it makes the race more exciting, you know, just like betting does with damn near anything. It makes it more stressful, makes it more exciting. Uh, but it's fun, man. And I think we're early on, obviously, you know, as far as even the betting space, this is the first F1 betting uh, podcast I've, you know, heard about even. Now, I know I'm early on from, um, you know, from like the football side of things, talking about it. But I think, you know, three years from now, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if F1 is like the most, the second most popular sport behind football here. That would, wouldn't shock me. And it's crazy because I we said it earlier, too. It's kind
0: of like soccer in a way where it's, it's the rest of the world. They love it. Like they're, they're soccer, like well, all over the place f1's kind of the same thing like all the world loves f1 and we're we're still behind like we're kind of yeah, way up. behind yeah so i don't know it, it, i i would love to see that happen because that means that there's more people like us that want to talk about f1 gambling and then maybe that grows the sport here because look ever since we started watching it ever since i started watching it i, I got like my eyes were like wow this is yeah, amazing it, it, <laughs>
2: And you guys have more experience because you followed other motorsports, so it's a lot of things that i'm sure are carry over but for me it's it's literally like a brand new like because i you know you grow up you hear about nascar i even had the video game back in the I outrace with jeff Gordon and Earnhardt, but it's kind of the same thing like i don't know the guys really i don't know necessarily the story i'm sure people if you follow the sport you do uh but then that they had this they did an incredible job with the netflix series um, so Liberty Media, obviously you guys know, but they brought F1 back in 16 and had that investment and have just, and, and they just keep doing more and more, you know, behind the scenes, social engagement, uh, once again, showing the faces of these people more, you know, Lewis Hamilton is now a part owner of the, the Broncos. Like it's such a, you know, even, the, uh, even you see a picture with Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, David Beckham and Lewis Hamilton. It's like, oh, you know, I've heard the Lewis Hamilton name, but I didn't even know that's how he looks. Like, and, and it's just. It's cool, man. They're doing a great job with it. Um, I think the the, the personalities um, are pretty, you know, they're they're good. You know, the rivalries, uh, Ferrari. I literally saw all up and down my time from Joel and B to random coaches to ba- what the hell is Ferrari doing? So, uh, it is. It, it, I think it'll continue to catch on. It's fun. It's uh, and you see the brands that are involved with the sport. You know, I think that matters too. When you see the some of the biggest brands in the world, you know, plastered all over the cars. I mean, it's fast cars, you know, it's fast cars, it's cool places, cool tracks. Um, So I think it'll continue to grow um, in in a major way over here.
1: Yeah, and that's like, that's one place too, where sports gambling becoming such a big thing. And like, that's something this network has been around, but but now, I mean, we've got 20 plus shows about gambling about everything. We've got a NASCAR show. We have this one, there's soccer, there's baseball, there's ultimate Frisbee, whatever, (laughs) all kinds of stuff. And like
2: a lot, lot of are, DJs out there, man.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you get people into these sports too. And it, it helps because like you said, it gives you like some skin in the game. Like, yeah, it's fun to root for those guys and watch them and have your favorites and stuff. But when you can be like, oh, wow, how fast was that pit stop? Is that going to be the fast one of the day? Like all these races within the race is what we always say. It, it makes it so much more fun and just adds to the already, ex- I mean, it's exciting they're doing 200 miles an hour and then they slow down and make a hairpin turn and they're back 200 miles an hour like that's exciting but then you got skin in the game too and it just it it all comes together and makes it even even more exciting and and it's
2: transparent too like as far as the sport like you don't um there is no other sport that you get that type of insight into what's going on like you know sans in the middle of a, a battle to take a spot and it's team is in his ear like hey pit box 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 and he's like shut up like <laughs> not now like you don't like you don't hear that you you see you may see tom brady get upset on the sideline or see some but you don't know exactly kind of what's going on um i i went and got f1 tv so that i can see all the different you know if i just want to watch you know Checo, the, the the you know the next four laps i can do that um and they have they do a great job with being able to in the archives being able to go back and watch so that's what i do when whatever race is coming up next I'll go b- back and watch that Grand Prix from the previous year. You know, see drivers on the course, teams, things that happen. See, you know, sometimes the updates that they've made to the track um, and things like that. But it's all um, it, it, they've done. A, they're doing a great job with it, um, with all the things around it. That's going to help it um, grow as well. Damn, you really do go
0: all in, don't you? Like, I, I, I oh yeah I'm, yeah, I'm You're I'm fully ex-
2: invested, man. Yeah. I love it, Expe- especially. So you know, I played played in NFL nine years um and really didn't never saw myself getting into the media like i, I maybe a coach if i was going to stay involved with the game but as i've continued to you know do things in the media it's like i've been fortunate enough to kind of do um you know what i want to do and kind of talk about things how i want to talk about them so with football there aren't any much there aren't other sports that like engage me to that level where I'm, i want to talk about it all the time like basketball Playoff time, I'm all in, like I have my teams, I'm all in the players, the drama. But um, outside of football, it's a long time where, you know, nothing really gets me up like that. So finding this kind of was like, oh, this is something that can hold me over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then even go into football season. And and, and my brother's like, like literally, I had, nobody else in my family will jump on the, the F1 train. They're like, ah, oh, they just can't get, I went not bought the video game. Like, come on, let's play the game. We can learn it that way. Uh, nobody else is jumping on just yet. Uh, my kids will entertain it, but uh, nobody's jumping on it yet. But yeah, I go, I go all in on things, especially if you have me engaged in it. And it does, you know, it's 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 a sport. Like I said, I can watch it from the practice to the qualifying to the actual game. I can hear the because I'm used to you know going on the sideline and talking to coaches and hearing the adjustments and then knowing when okay as a player I got to overcome my coaching. Like that's how I feel like with the Ferrari drivers, like great drivers great car but they got to overcome their management a lot of the times and um so it's different it's cool from that aspect you're used to obviously one version of sports and then now seeing it this way seeing a great driver like lewis hamilton a lot of times i hear like at least from my observation he'll kind of take control a little bit and say "Hey, you know i feel great like I, i feel good on these tires i think i can you know give them a little more run and then you know toto may come back all right cool You know." box georgia however it goes so i'm just seeing all those different dynamics of it like you said the race within the race um it makes it uh, a lot more interest from a lot of angles
0: so you're having trouble finding people to talk about f1 with you You (laughs)
2: that's just twitter you know when i go and speak on any any other show and i go on my guy pat mcafee show jim rome wherever i go my Twitter engagement is hey man, and even Jim Rome always asks me about hey, next time you're going pack, talk about some F1. Talk about this. In my podcast, I can talk about it for five minutes, and you know, 20% of the engagement is going to be about F1. So there is a, an appetite out there for it. It's just not that close to me yet. Uh, but I'm sure as, as the years go on, as the months go on, it'll be um, it'll it'll be more and then you know, as I think when we get if we get an American driver, I think that'll obviously help it. Um, the more Grand prix that we get over here, we got Vegas, we got Miami for the next, you know, nine years. Um, so that's going to help the growth over here. So it's going to be a lot of things that go um, into it. That'll help it grow. But um, the 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 appetite is out there. Like I said, it's just not in my circle quite yet. Hey, but I'm if, working on it. What if F1 well, if you gave you done. a call? What if they said,
0: hey, we want you. We want you to do something. We want you to drive. We want you to, you know, be be in the pit
2: crew. What What would you do that? You know, I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, I wouldn't rule it. I wouldn't drive. I wouldn't drive. Uh, no pit crew. Uh, but as far as being, being on the pit wall, you know, being in some type of strategy, being um, somewhere in that, you know, the management side of things, because there is a lot of. Uh, parallels I think even in business you know you, you go into business and you, you go in boardrooms and you see how CEOs and executives operate it's a lot like how coaches and players and it's about communication from the top to the bottom it's accountability it's the culture it's all these different things like those things that are in sports they kind of go into everything so I think I could definitely add value um to somewhere and once again it's exciting it's it's hot. Like I like that high stress. Like I like to have my, you know, my blood pumping, my heart pumping when something's going on. So um, I wouldn't be opposed um, to that uh, at all.
1: Well, if you ever need a a place to, to uh, talk F1 or especially F1 gambling, open invitation to join us. anytime.
2: I appreciate that. (laughs) You can always get your F1 fix here. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So
0: speaking of which, uh, do you have time to stick around for like another 10 minutes or so and we could talk about some futures? All right, let's do it. We're going to come back from the break. When we do, we're going to talk futures with Darius Butler, huge F1 guy. And yeah, he played in the NFL too, but this guy's all about F1 right now. This is all his deal. So we'll be right back after this. As always, let's tell you about WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time because new customers like you are going to get a $100 free bet if you bet $100 yourself. You're betting on baseball? All you got to do is check out WinBet because their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, and you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1 thousand dollars. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older or present in the state we'll play through. Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You tired of having a thousand tabs open as you're researching and Trying to put all of your bets together for the week? Well, stop doing that. Have one tab open. Which tab is that you say? It's oddstrader.com. Yes, oddstrader.com puts all of the books in one place for you. Not only that, it gives you the head-to-head matchups. It gives you research material. It gives you all the tools you need to become a smarter better. You're already smart. But you can become smarter. That's the way the world works. Learn more. Have Odds Trader do all of the research for you. They've got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring and bet tracking, all the stuff that you need to win your bets. It's at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Literally the only place I go anymore to shop for lines. Odds Trader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. All right, back with more here on the F1 Gambling Podcast. Our special guest today is none other than 9-year NFL bet Darius Butler. But uh, he today, he is an F1 fan just like all of us, just like you. We're talking F1. So, Darius, Cody and I we were talking a lot about how the futures bets are just absolutely whack uh right now because <laughs> we know that there's only like one or two dominant drivers so far that have won Almost all of the races. So it kind yeah. of makes the futures market a little muddy. And and when you look at this, what is your initial thought? I mean, Max Verstappen, 1,200, minus 1,200, Charles Leclerc, plus 800. Like, that's a gigantic swing. What are we even doing with this, Darius?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a foregone conclusion at this point. Uh, like I said, if, you, if I, I put it in three bucks or three boxes, the driver, the car, um the management you know the team and if you look at Red Bull you know they got a freaking green Trek check mark across the board um I think Mercedes once again I think they have the best driver pairing uh okay car you know pretty pretty good car just you know haven't really figured it's consistent but it's just not dominant and then the management is I think is really good as well but that car and then Ferrari once again you have good drivers I think the best car on the grid this year I think they built the best vehicle but then the management has just been horrible so um I think Red Bull I think they're obviously going to get the the back-to-back constructors in um I think the driver's championship um this year if anybody came out and like won it and like shocked the world I think it would be somebody from Mercedes um before uh Ferrari is is, as crazy as that probably sounds I mean, you're looking at
0: what Ferrari or what Mercedes has. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton plus four thousand. <laughs> Russell plus forty five hundred. Like, is that is that even tempting enough for you to sprinkle anything on?
2: You know what? Once again, I'm a rookie. I am a, a, a i'm a I'm a rookie. I'm a I probably a drive to survive rookie. This is my first season. So, just knowing what I know, it, I would sprinkle a plus four thousand on a seven time world champ. Um, it, because they come out of this break, and maybe Mercedes just figures it out. And you know, everyone else has had you know power unit issues or these type of issues or that. You know, Max early on, if he was finishing the race, he was winning it. It was like two or three where he couldn't even finish it. So um, it, it's it's worth a sprinkle for sure Uh with Lewis. I wouldn't do it with George this year, but I'm um, with Lewis. Uh, for, yeah, it's worth a sprinkle. And even I mean, the plus eight hundred with Leclerc, maybe Ferrari just goes on. Whatever this summer break, figure things out, and could they win six grand Prix in a row? Yeah, they could. Like Charles could do that. Carlos was even flying, you know. So could they do it? Yeah, but uh, Red Bull. I mean, they just they just got it all figured out this year. It looks like.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I I, I think obviously it's a uh, pretty pretty far out of reach at this point. But yeah, we, I mean, crazy things could happen if all of a sudden. Red Bull starts having problems like they did early on in the season. LeClaire starts ripping off wins, I guess, yeah. uh, at, at such ridiculous odds. Put a little bit on it before yeah. to sweat it out, at least as the season goes on, just in case, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. Like, I like I literally feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. I'm, like, watching. I'm, like, man, like, you know, I know, like I said, I don't know a ton about the history of it, but I know Ferrari – you know, obviously had dominant cars dominant drivers but they also kind of screwed it up for people in the past um as well and just seeing it firsthand weekend and weekend out it's like man like this is bad like I literally have tweeted a couple times like look if Ferrari had Bill Belichick running the show with no F I don't know if Bill Belichick <laughs> even knows what Formula One is but if you just gave him a freaking two-week crash course he could manage Ferrari better than what's going on in my opinion i could be dead wrong but from a a rookie's eye beginner's eye looking in it's it's uh it's bad it's been rough
1: but well, he maybe treat uh, his, maybe, oh, maybe your phone will ring uh, ring this week and uh, they can get Bring you in Bring me a, I can help.
2: I can, can't <laughs> get you in the purse. I'll tell you how much.
1: What, but would Belichick treat his
2: drivers like
0: his running backs and you just don't know who's going to drive the car from week to week? That would be the only <laughs> question, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing, though, you know, all that, you know, let them race and do all these. Look, Bill's going to make a call. And uh, one thing Belichick always said is he got in front of the team and always said, hey, Anything I do is for the best of the team. You know, it may not be for the best for me, or it may not be for the best for the quarterback or the running back or the linebacker, but it's going to be the best decision for the team. So uh, that 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 would be the guy we want running the show. He was got, he's got what seven? He's got seven world titles, too, I think. Oh yeah, six yeah, yeah. yeah. Six.
1: six. Six as a yeah, head coach, six. couple as a
2: coordinator. Yeah, yeah. All hey, right. Well, since,
1: since we're on the topic, I'm a huge Patriots fan, so I got to ask you what what was it like to play for? And just be around bill belichick i mean we see him in the media yeah you no, know, he's kind of reserved i feel like behind closed doors he's got like a sense of humor something or is he yeah. just the same all the time
2: no you know what uh he's bill and very he has a dry uh sense of humor but he is hilarious um he does care about you know the, the people that come in and out of the building uh he just he's, he runs a necessarily i mean a tight ship but it's, it's it's very i would say militant if i had to compare it to anything when you go into his office when you look at his bookshelf um and his father was a, a military man so he has a lot of those um characteristics about him in the way that he leads it's uh you know it's he kind of wants to remove the feelings from it and make it about okay it's about he was the analytics before analytics existed. Like the type of stuff that we were going over as far as where the ball will be thrown or what are they gonna do in this situation? Or if the wind is blowing over 18 miles an hour, like all of these things he was factoring into, to gameplay, uh, series by series, um, week to week, we, we would change drastically. And um, the, the level of accountability, you know, I, I, I've never been around anything um, anything else like it, you know, it was four things that was on the door that you read on the way into the building. It was four things on the other side of the door that you read when leaving the building. And everybody did that consciously, subconsciously every day. And if you weren't, you know, you come in there at the first meeting as a rookie and like or as a free agent or whatever, when you first get in there, he'll ask you, hey, you know, what's tell me one of the things that's on the door or tell me what's the quote on the wall right there or this or that. So you're just always on your P's and Q's. And that's why they're able to um adjust so quickly as a team and and uh you know that's the toughest thing to do is to have everybody on the same page being able to adjust and pivot mid-game sometimes with the amount of hours that we have in that building throughout the week so he does the best job at that and then you know having a guy like Tom Brady be at the top and buy in and be the type of teammate type of player that he was for two decades um, it all worked and um he, he he's wearing that hat as a GM and a head coach. And um, he he's completely unique. He's Bill Belichick. You know, he's a unicorn. So it was uh, awesome being around him.
0: Nice, and that's probably what makes him a fantastic uh, F one coordinator, F one coach. Exactly, because <laughs> he can he can adjust on the fly. Because racing's all about that, man. It's about reading the course. It's about reacting to stuff that happens. Tire goes down. Uh, tires aren't working because of the conditions. Like, yeah. And, and, and look, your message too, that was, that was kind of perfect Is how to approach betting, you know, the, the type of preparation, the type of work, it's fun. But like, if you want to be successful at it, if you want to be good at it, you have to factor in all of those things, the weather, the teams, all everything that you had laid out, you know, all that stuff
2: yeah and you know I it's be- hey, i like money so when i bet my money my work hard for my money i i you know something has to be sacrificed for me to bet so i want to win you know i don't take feelings out of Oh, i like this guy or don't like this guy and being a new f1 fan i almost feel like i'm not supposed to like max verstappen like i feel like he's supposed to be the villain but he's like a football player when i see him like he drives like a football you know with razor blades on his elbows as they say um he's passionate when something's not going how he wants it to go or how like you can hear the passion in his voice you can hear the sense of urgency um and he wants to win at all costs like that's the guy i want to be in a foxhole with when or that's the driver i want to send out in my car so um you know yeah when i'm betting if i have an opportunity to bet on him plus 900 anywhere on the damn grid yeah i'm i'm taking that chance and the same thing goes with um, you know, a master of the craft like like Lewis Hamilton. Like you know, you you see how he adjusts and you know how consistent they've been as far as even like George Russell finishing top five in that Carl year, and then Lewis kind of just been better, stacking up five podiums in a row, kind of you know out of nowhere. Um, so it just consistently great. So um, you know, guys like that, and then um, you know, you bet on teams, you bet on conditions, um, and, and, and things along those lines. So uh, the pre- the preparation is fun because I like watching. I like watching the qualifying. I like watching. I don't know why I'm not a big practice guy, but I will watch, you know, the last full practice, and then i watch three rounds of qualifying, and then i feel pretty good about, um, you know, where I am going into uh, the Grand Prix on Sunday.
0: Love it. Love it.
2: Red Bull's at minus 1,000 to win <laughs>
0: in the factory, and then Ferrari's next at plus 700, but then Mercedes at plus 1,200. So, you know, we're, we're talking futures, and we're talking about what to look forward to, and yeah, minus 1,000. That's a lot of juice to to drink there.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that's you know <laughs> I'd rather just watch it. That's that's not even worth it, you know. <laughs> Is there yeah, any other any, any other futures?
0: I mean, um, Alpha Romeo at at hundred to one, like. <laughs> what are do no, you doing? I, I
2: actually won. I won some money on them uh, the last or well, a couple weekends ago too on the uh, first car to retire. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just, and it happened with like three laps left to go it was probably like plus maybe 650 or something like that but i said you know what, i'll get that and literally three laps ago i think uh Botas end up uh, not finishing the race um uh, but yeah they should have a, a futures for like who will finish uh four right because that that mclaren you know alpine that 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 battle looks like it should be pretty tight and i'm interested to see how uh Danny Ricardo comes out the second half of the season too if he can kind of figure that car out and put on a performance on his way out of McLaren so uh it's still it's it's that's a good thing about F1 too is there is something to pay attention to kind of all the way up and down the grid if you're really into the sport and into what's going on behind the scenes so which I am um so it's, it's uh, pretty fun
1: and that's another thing where the gambling helps too because we've had head-to-head matchups where you're watching the guys that are racing 16th and 17th like Usually that's not that exciting for most people, but you're paying attention to the little pylon on the side there because <laughs> you want that guy to stay in front of him, or you like, get around him, come on, pass him. Yep. So somebody, you know, it-
2: trying to get points. Yeah. Uh, you may have bet someone to get points or someone to finish top six. Or like
1: you said, yeah, re- for, you know, retire from the racer. Yep. Or, uh, or, up, or so any of these – yeah, any of those things. It keeps it exciting throughout the field. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, How many cars, cars will finish? Yeah. It's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's one I've, I've hammered a lot this season was – like, beginning of the season, there was, like, almost every race. I think it was, like, the first eight of nine or something where over 17.5 or 16.5 cars were finishing. There's okay. Kind of hammering that, So it was fun. But, yeah, as far as the futures market goes, that's where we're hoping F1 gambling keeps growing and stuff. Off oh, forward. yeah. I mean, the market right now, you're not going to lay minus 1,000, minus 1,200 on max to win. But, like, well, give you me Lewis Hamilton. spot. Give me Lewis Hamilton over half a win the rest of the season. Like I want to bet that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: like, that's a good yeah, exactly. That, yeah, exactly. those are the
1: kind of things that we're hoping that we get here in the next. Yeah, and season. we will.
2: We we're we will. And, and even with you, I, I I know it's not going on. And I, I I I work with a different sports book, but um, you can look at the 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 props pre race and know that they're not even allocating, I guess, enough attention or algorithms or people to this because I'm like. Lewis Hamilton plus 1200 like you kidding me like why would like that's a that's a gimme uh now Max winning that race you know he's never won a race you know outside of P4 so you know him that was I guess fair odds that that being that high plus uh 900 but I mean yeah I think Red Bull to win was plus 750 going into upset I might as well just take the, the 900 the night before but I know it moved. I think up to 750 on Sunday but um it's always something to find I think ho- hopefully it continues to grow I know it will because eyes more eyes will continue to go to the sport um over here and it's a European sport and they've been betting in Europe forever so I'm surprised that they haven't you know moved it over here um quickly but I'm sure it's coming what is your favorite
0: bet to make what I mean we we like I like fastest pit stops to me that that always feels like a fun bet to make and we we hit that one with Red Bull in the Hungarian Grand Prix so
2: um Fastest lap, I I, I I like the fastest lap, especially if I can get some odds. Uh, you know, I like them all. It, it really depends on what's going on at race. Like, sometimes I'll get someone, I'll say, Hey, you know, this is a good top six. And I and uh, uh, FanDuel was putting some, together some great super boosts where they maybe plus two something, but it, w- it would hit like they took them off because it was hitting too often. They were like, <laughs> It was always too easy to be like, you know, one of the Ferraris is getting on podium. Wanted Mercedes to finish top six and then like Max to win or something like that. Or Max on podium too. So yeah, I take that every yeah, time. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. it really depends on on kind of what's going on. But uh fastest lap is always good. Um, and then um top six. The points for, fin- I haven't been successful with the points, with the points finish. And those those are points ones are tough just because like yeah,
1: it seems to change like the guys that you're gonna get enough of a value on to bet change exactly. so much week in and week out, it makes it yeah. tough. Fastest exactly. lap though has been I hit Lewis Hamilton the British GP I hit him thirty three to one in my article for fastest Ooh. lap and then this past week or this past race Hungarian Grand P Grand Prix I think he was like eight fifty plus eight fifty or something yeah that again so yeah and that's the I thing got him plus 1, like, twelve
2: hundred the night before oh nice the fastest yeah, lap even better yep. dude
1: that's great yeah but that's was, something too is like people are like well Max Verstappen just wins every race how do you bet on that it's like no there's so much more to bet on in the race like. And that's another thing we're trying to just bring to people's attention and and show everybody that like again back to the race within the race like so
2: and many it's so things. hard to that's where I'm struggling to get people in because every you know because yeah. I, I live tweet a lot of times throughout the Grand Prix and uh, you know at the end of the race it's like I got to retweet Red Bull Max wins again it's like <laughs> oh shocker Max <laughs> Verstappen wins again so it, it's hard to get people into it and kind of understand everything else um, that's going on uh, with the race as well but. Like I said, it's got to be easy to be a Max Red Bull fan <laughs> at least right oh, now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he literally they just go out there and they Dominated. and they win. You know, so Kinda like uh, being a
1: Patriots fan for the last exactly, time. <laughs> very very similar. And
2: I'm, I mean, I would you know what I would compare the. I'll compare Mercedes to Patriots because they just dominated for so yeah. long. So maybe yeah, this is, absolutely. maybe these Red Bulls are like the Rams, you know, there you go shiny yep. guys out every once on in the a block, <laughs> Yep. So, um, but they're, they're doing it, man. It's, it's, it's exciting to watch. Even if, you know, Max is up there freaking celebrating every weekend.
1: Well, yeah, it's still fun. There's so much within it. And watching him drive from P 10 last race. Like that was exciting as hell. Like he didn't get a start right up front. He had to work for it. And yeah, one put in the work. He did it. He proved to you. He doesn't just have the fastest car he's also a great driver who can maneuver his way and get there and get it done so that yeah made it even you, better with you with knew going
2: drivers. going into that um now i i did not expect him to win that comfortably like i, I expect I'm like, okay i'm gonna take a chance <laughs> i literally had to go and i don't really know you know how many kilometers and all these things but i literally say okay Pete, in if it's more than you know 50 something laps I'm betting he like Red Bull will figure uh-huh. it out, and I literally I saw 70 laps. Oh yeah, I, I, plenty of time. I'm times. taking that. It's, <laughs> it's it's more than enough time for him to get around that track and make. And now going into it, I'm sure they have a plan, and a good one at that. And I think didn't they have the two fastest pit stops too?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because um, uh, Perez had, had the, the 2.1, and then yep. they had Verstappen at the 2.3. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like it's like. I, you got to bet on the best player, the best teams, and in, and in the, in the, even in the tough situations. So and the teamwork aspect of it, yeah. right there,
1: like it, the team with the pit stop like that helps them get, yeah, accomplish all of that
2: and get yeah. them. So like um, that. yeah, it's been good to watch, man. But yeah, I, I I can't wait to jump back on with you guys, especially you know going into a Grand Prix or coming out of one to talk about. This is going to be uh, going to be a a really uh fun uh season for me you second half of the season for obviously f1 and then uh with the nfl that crossover is going to be great for me
0: hell yeah hey so look you host a show as well i'm going to give you a couple seconds to pitch where you they can find you uh that way our listeners can gravitate towards you you and antoine Bathe hosting a show yep. together that's a hell of a and look i just want to also say congrats to your daughter for making the yep. freshman volleyball team congrats Appreciate to her you. that's that's a big deal man as a dad huh it's got to feel good
2: Oh, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, it, it's big, and I haven't been, you know, pushing her too hard in that direction. She did uh, taekwondo for a while, got a black belt in there, and this is her first real experience in uh, team sports. And I just think it's so much valuable value in playing team sports as a young kid. So she's excited about it. She's committed, and uh, it, it's going to be fun. So I'm, uh, I'm happy for. Her. And uh, as far as the podcast, yeah, like you said, um, I co-hosted with my uh, former teammate and good friend, uh, Antoine Bethay. And, uh, you know, mostly it's about sports and then, you know, what's kind of going on um, around the world as well. And we, we, we really give the perspective of, you know, he played 14 years, I played nine years. So we give an honest, transparent uh, perspective of like the athlete and then kind of the former athlete and maybe how a coach uh, would feel about something as well. So uh, now that football season is kicking off, obviously it's gonna be heavy, heavy um, football talk uh, going into it, but we talk about a little bit of everything. So uh, the man to man pod, and we can, uh, you can find us on YouTube. We go live. We actually live stream uh, Monday and Thursday, um, eleven a.m. Eastern time to noon. And then uh, on Saturday, we put out a pick show on Saturday morning where we pick every NFL game that uh, Sunday afternoon. So um, tune in. It's a lot of fun.
0: It is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to listen to, to guys who have done this before have, have played the yep. game that you would love to watch and, and approach it from an honest standpoint. I love it. So yeah. Follow him on Twitter at DariusJButler as well. Fun follow. I mean, if nothing else, you're just going to have fun. And then as an F1 fan, you're going to even love it more. And he's going to love being able to talk to you because you're going to want to talk F1 and not not football like everybody else, right? (laughs) Yep. Uh, All right, Darius Butler, ladies and gentlemen. Again, follow him on Twitter at DariusJButler. Darius, brother, thanks so much for joining us. Cody, I I know you want to say goodbye one more time, especially as a Patriots fan.
1: Yeah, dude, we really appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you so much. It's been a good time. Obviously, you know what you're doing, know what you're talking about. So yeah. open invitation anytime you want to join us, especially right before a, a Grand Prix and give us some picks. We'd for love sure. to have how, you. How do you
2: feel about your past this year, man? A lot of question marks for that offense. I know you man, are You nervous over there. You think they're going to figure it out? I'm nervous. It's,
1: it's, not, a, it's not as easy. Uh, oh, beautiful. Dude, that's my favorite logo. they'll be going back to this this year yes i love it no man uh you know it used to be like you just trust bill and you trust tom and it's gonna happen you don't have to worry about it now it's not not as easy i I have high hopes for mac jones though i think he's got a good head on his shoulders i think he knows what he's doing bill i mean people are always questioning bill why'd he draft this guy why'd he do this why'd he do that i just look at it i'm like he's bill fucking belichick man yeah i knows what he's doing like just trust him i don't care what he does he knows what he's doing he knows what he's talking about he'll figure it out so yeah i don't ever worry too much uh for the patriots
2: yeah you you've been spoiled man i wouldn't worry too much either (laughs) i think they'll figure (laughs) it out
0: as a niner fan i'm just over here crying and whatever whatever i've got right now i'm just saying it's it's been rough but uh yeah it's definitely been a pleasure having you on darius this is going to happen again. I'm just going to let yep. our, our listeners know we're going to have you on at least for another Grand Prix. So this won't be the last time we talk to you, and we'll definitely follow you on Twitter. Appreciate your time, and uh, look forward to just sweating out the rest of the season with you, man.
2: Absolutely, man. Appreciate you guys.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. Plus, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter and some amazing prizes will be announced. So hop on in and reserve your spot now over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Let's talk about Sleeper. It is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I use it for mine. Cody uses it for his. The SGPN uses it for all of theirs. And they just passed 4 million users, and now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game first in any sport. Choose two or more players that you like, then pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. And the main reason why I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and so we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and, more importantly, copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app and play their new Over Under game and have fun with your friends and make some money on the mobile phone by joining our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP. is going to automatically match your first deposit up to $1. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all sorts of other prying guys. That's why I use IP Vanish to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online it's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money back guarantee. It's like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim that 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. All right, Cody. Now they're just back with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just us unfortunately just us uh guys Man, what a what a cool guy uh, though darius uh, so so glad he was able to come on with us he was super cool knew what he was talking about he's a true dgen just like all of us are so awesome to to be able to talk to him and have those conversations with him so uh, i'm really glad he came on with us i really appreciate him taking his time out of his his evening to do that with us. Speaks the language so
0: very well, doesn't he? He's like, yes. I, again, he just jumped right in and sounded, I mean, look, pretty soon it's just going to be Cody Zeeb and Darius Butler. So, I oh, mean. Yeah.
1: No, we, we need you here to to, <laughs> to steer the ship, Rod. He He can, he can be uh, the, the third part of the show for uh, sure.
0: I love it. <laughs> well, again, I, hopefully you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. That was, I mean. I've done a lot of talking to to some folks, but like the fact that he was so passionate about it, and that he's a new fan just like us, basically, so it's it's sort of like we're all in this growing together, and I mean again, this will not be the last time you hear his voice on this show for sure, so we're we're definitely gonna have him back. He's down to come back, and I gotta tell you. You guys are just going to have fun listening to Darius Butler on the F1 Gambling Podcast,
1: you know? For sure, yeah. And thanks, thanks for throwing me under the bus saying I didn't want to record this week. No, I'm just kidding. You know, no, we were. I mean, seriously, it's summer break for F1, and it's, you know, we were looking at the futures market, and it's like, what are we going to talk about? You, you can't bet on this stuff. And then Rod struck gold and got Darius to come on with us. So big props to you. I appreciate you for getting that done and not giving me a week off. I didn't really want one anyways. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we had uh, something to talk about. So it's an off week for F1 uh, you know, for a couple of weeks. So what what better to do than, than listen to a former NFL player that, that's digging it, new to the sport. Again, You know, some people listen to this. Maybe you've been an F1 fan for a long time. Sorry we're late to the ship. I wish I'd have been on it years before. But here we are now, like him, we're dove fully head on into this. We love it. We're here to live and breathe it just like you and grow the sport. And that's again, like we talked about what gambling can do is grow the sport even more. We've seen it with NASCAR. Uh, I was talking to Ryan Kramer the other day, you know, the big, one of the big bosses at SGP. And he he said he just couldn't believe how much of a market and how much of a want there is for this motorsports betting. And and he didn't realize that there was such a market for it. And, And, and there is and we've talked to people that have been f1 fans for a long time that are listening that have enjoyed it people that didn't know what f1 hardly was before listening and enjoying it getting into it so we're glad to have everybody on board it's awesome when you get guys like that that have a name that have a reach that that get the word out there and, and you know get these people to break down and get into it and realize how much fun it is how awesome it is
0: And we're just going to continue to go at it, too. I mean, we've got still a full, what, we're in August now. This season runs to the end of November, so we have got plenty of episodes for you over the next few months, and it begins uh, in in a couple of weeks with the Belgium uh, Grand Prix, and that is in August the 26th through the 28th, and and then it goes and moves on to the Netherlands in September, uh, a little bit of a break there, too. Then uh, September 9th and 11th in Italy, then Singapore, then Japan, and then the United States. That's the Miami one, correct? That's
1: Coda in oh,
0: Texas. Oh, that is Coda. I, I you know what? I was like, I, I recognize this track, and that's Coda. Yep, yep. <laughs> so it is Coda, and then there's Mexico, Brazil, and then Abu Dhabi finishes up the season. So again, man, there's there's plenty of opportunities for us to talk and and these tracks, go do yourself a favor. Go to the F1 website, go pull up their schedule. And look at these tracks. Literally, no two are the same, and they all just look so completely different from the next, which just leads you to so many different betting strategies.
1: I'm looking at this Netherlands track. Oh, yeah. That's a shape of track I've never seen. I mean, it's all over the place. I love it. There's a super, super long straightaway. Then some sharp-ass hairpin turns. It wraps around itself. I won't tell you what it looks like. (laughs) <laughs> Go look at it for yourself. Although but, Italy uh, looks like yeah. a
0: shoe, uh, which kind of is, is indicative of the actual or maybe a sock or a foot or something. Uh, Singapore looks like, like it's I got actually. a crossover. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great tracks coming up and so much fun to break all this stuff down for you. Uh, but again, we'll be back in a couple of weeks to break down all of Belgium for you as that takes place on the 26th. So, um, yeah, I mean, as we look back, it's what that what's happened earlier in the season Again, it's been a lot of her stop. If you're just joining us, like if you're brand new to the F1 Gambling Podcast, uh, obviously we we break down week to week what our bets are. But again, since it's an off week, we kind of have to take a look back at what we've done so we can set up our bets for the future. But it's been a lot of, like Darius was saying, it's been a lot of Red Bull. It's been a lot of her stopping. It's been a lot of uh, uh, Leclerc too. Yeah,
1: Ferrari. (laughs) A lot of that. A lot of that. But, uh, But, yeah, I mean, like we mentioned when we were talking to him, if you are new to the show, first of all, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening after he's gone. <laughs> but, uh, but no, there is so many other things races within the race is the best way to put it that, that we can bet on that we can hit on. Uh, we've we're only a couple episodes into this. I've been writing articles all season about it. There's, there's plenty of other bets you can get in on. And again, you're watching that battle for 16th, 17th place. You're watching that first car fall out of the race all these other things going on besides just what's going on up front. And it just keeps it all so much more exciting.
0: Really does too. And again, we're going to be here to break it all down for you. Um, You know, I think we'll wrap up the show, Cody, because next week I have a good idea for next week and you trust me now, right?
1: (laughs) I I trusted you before Rod, but I definitely trust you even more now.
0: Uh, Well, Cody, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media as we wrap things up?
1: Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, got a ton of stuff out right now. Uh, NASCAR DFS article just dropped today. Uh, AFC North division preview just dropped today. I pick every team over under, give you a winner, toss in a Super Bowl winner in there. So definitely check that out. Um, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff over there. And, uh, also the show we have, if you're listening to this in the NASCAR gambling podcast feed, we now have our own F1 gambling podcast feed. Um, The SGPN store has a merch shop. We've got a pretty sweet, awesome F1 Gambling Podcast shirt in there. More merch to come here soon. And the show has a Twitter account also, so make sure to give that a follow. And that is at F1 Gambling Pod. That is correct. All good things,
0: my friends, as we are only three episodes in of this show. It feels like it's more, but that's because me and Cody have done like 40 episodes of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, so... Even still, uh, more to come, guys. Again, so thankful to all of you for making this ride so much fun already. Three episodes in. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find all my stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast website as well as the Sportsbook Review. Uh, Yeah, just a a lot of stuff happening and and more F1 to come next week. We're not taking a week off, my friends. We don't take weeks off here. Uh, Again, join the feed. Join us in Discord. The Sports Gambling Podcast Discord. There's an F1 channel in there as well. Again, get in there, talk to us, have some fun talking F1. Maybe we can get Darius to join the F1 uh, Discord channel, and he can.
1: Hey, he's looking for people to talk F1 gambling with.
0: I know a place. Darius. I can't think of a
1: better place.
0: I know a place. Get in there, talk with us, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, for Cody, for me, for Darius, thank you so much for joining the F1 Gambling Podcast. We'll see you next time. Let's go racing and let it ride.